This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, forget about the Great Resignation. The Marine Corps just hit its retention goals for the first time in a decade. Reimbursements for military housing not keeping up with inflation. And the federal charity campaign needs more leaders. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Marine Corps hit its retention goals for the first time in a decade. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more on a new program that helped the Corps reach that achievement. The Marine Corps says the first year of the Commandant's Retention Program doubled the amount of top-tier service members it wanted to keep compared to last year. The initiative offers a streamlined retention process and gives some incentives for returning Marines. The service says it saw about half of the 2,500 Marines it selected for retention stay in the Corps. The Marine Corps is currently undergoing an overhaul to make it a more lighter and agile force with more skilled and experienced personnel. The service says increased retention helps with that goal. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The military's formulas for calculating housing allowances have pushed those reimbursements up a bit, but not nearly enough to keep up with the actual increases in housing costs. A new analysis by the Associated Press looked at five of the country's biggest military housing areas and found average allowances had risen by almost 19 percent since 2018. But rental prices in those same areas have gone up by an average of nearly 44 percent. The Coast Guard is getting closer to having its own national museum. Officials broke ground at the future site in New London, Connecticut on Friday. A $50 million appropriation in the 2022 budget helped jumpstart the project, an 80,000-square-foot facility expected to open in 2024. DHS is improving how it shares cyber threat information with agencies and the private sector. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency upgraded the Automated Information Sharing, or AIS, program in June with the latest standards for capturing and communicating cyber threat intelligence. This is one of several changes to the seven-year-old program highlighted in a new Inspector General report. CISA says it also released a new submissions guide. This will help public and private sector participants make the most of their cyber threat indicators to help decision makers take action. Finally, CISA added more contractors to help address short-term and long-term strategic and operational challenges. All three of these were recommendations from the IG. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Federal Acquisition Regulations Council has more than three dozen rules under development. Of the 39 changes to the FAR, 21 are in the proposed rule stage, including defining controlled unclassified information and protests of small business set-aside task orders. The FAR Council says in its semi-regulatory agenda, there are 15 rules in the final stage. These include one dating back to 2015 for how to use Acquisition 360 reviews and another dating back to 2018 that would address whistleblower protections for contractors. The Defense Department, General Services Administration, and NASA propose amending the FAR to implement President Biden's executive order on federal construction projects. The EO in question mandates agencies use project labor agreements 
for large-scale federal construction projects that cost the government at least $35 million, with exceptions. The rule change raises the cost threshold from $25 million and adds the mandatory language. The proposal says project labor agreements are one way to provide labor management stability and to ensure compliance with laws and regulations. The Veterans Affairs Department has made a change to improve both inclusion and customer experience. The VA Office of Information and Technology worked with the Veterans Health Administration's LGBTQ health program to allow veterans more options on their individual profiles. Veterans can now designate their preferred names and gender identity on VA.gov. The VA Chief Information Officer says more updates are in the works. Amtrak's Inspector General finds the rail company's electronic procurement system is not working as a centralized and automated repository for contracts, which means Amtrak contracting officers are spreading files across not just the intended Ariba on-demand system, but also in SharePoint and on personal drives. Auditors could not determine the total number of Amtrak contracts, suppliers, and change orders thus posing legal and financial risks. The audit was done as Amtrak is set to receive funding from the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which was signed into law nine months ago. Federal agencies are being called on to recruit more leaders for a federal charity campaign. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The Office of Personnel Management is asking agencies to recruit leaders to run internal employee engagement campaigns. The campaigns are meant to raise the level of a department or agency's support for charities. Last year's combined federal campaign raised $80 million for charity. Feds gave an additional $670,000 to support needs that arose from the war in Ukraine. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The GSA has named Chuck Hardy as its chief architect. In his new role, the 31-year GSA stalwart will advise the agency on all matters related to federal architecture and design for GSA's capital construction program. Public Building Service Commissioner Nina Albert described Hardy's new job as one of the most influential architectural roles in the government. NASA and GSA have broken ground on a new flight dynamics research facility at Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia, With an anticipated opening in September 2024, the new facility consolidates and replaces two aging wind tunnels with one new one. The largest federal employee union is out with its suggestions for the 2023 Defense Authorization Bill. The American Federation of Government Employees is taking issue with a section of the bill that will extend the probationary period of some Defense Department workers to two years. AFGE says the provision is counterproductive to retention. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, August 22, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.